Welcome to Covenant Presbyterian Church in West Des Moines, Iowa. This sermon is part of our mission to bless our neighbors to the glory of God. We hope it blesses you. Our scripture reading uh, comes from Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. And we will begin with a prayer for illumination. Lord God, pour out your Spirit upon us to bring good news to the oppressed, and let your word be fulfilled among us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The scripture reading from Luke chapter 9, verses 1 through 8. Then Jesus called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases, and he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. He said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, nor bread, nor, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, not even an extra tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. Wherever they do not welcome you, as you are leaving that town, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They departed and went through the villages, bringing the good news and curing diseases everywhere. Now Herod the ruler heard about all that had taken place, and he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the ancient prophets had arisen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We are going to talk about welcome today, and I want to recognize as we start talking about welcome today that one of the ways that you are being welcoming right now is by worshiping in this space that does not look like it normally looks, right? And not just because we're not celebrating the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, although that's also true. It doesn't look the same because, of course, we are ready to welcome over 50 kids this evening for Vacation Bible School, and not just this evening, but all the way through Thursday evening. And so to be ready for that, we share in this space that looks and feels different today. And I'm grateful for that. We talk about the gospel here. And the word gospel means good news. And the word gospel is good news if it's good news not just for us, but for our neighbors as well. And so to be good news for our neighbors... The gospel needs to be something that we live out, not just say with our words. It has to be manifest in our lives. It has to be real and enfleshed in us. And if the news is that good, then our neighbors will enjoy living that good news as well. Now, our summer sermons, uh, with a few interruptions like next week for VBS Sunday, our summer sermons are going to look at eight habits of living out the gospel so that it's good news, not just for us, but for our neighbors. So each week we'll talk about one habit that lets that good news live in us. And you can dig deeper on each week's habit if you want to. There's a website, the number eight, the word habits, number eight, wordhabits.org. 
Um, Some of these habits look like spiritual practices, kind of as we would think about them. So we've got worship, and we've got the sacraments, and we've got prayer. Some are really important, but maybe don't strike us as particularly spiritual, like justice, or teaching, or generosity, or fellowship. And today's habit, radical welcome. Radical welcome is this spiritual practice, you could say, of embracing and being changed by the gifts, the presence, and the voices of the other. The other being those people who are uh, outside of this gathering, and especially those who are systemically cast out or marginalized, whether within a church, a denomination, or a society. And not only to embrace the other, but to allow ourselves to be changed by the other. Not only those who are already centered in our communities, but those who are on the margins as well, and especially. The gospel actually began at the level of welcome for me. Uh, It began for me with the experience of belonging in a family, in a church, the experience of having my gifts and ideas and questions and experiences welcomed, even and especially at the times that those were challenging to the people around me. I knew that that space was being created for me. And when we extend that welcome to those who are like us, and especially to those who are excluded or other than us, that's good, neighbor, good news for our neighbors as well, the news that just as you are, you belong. So welcome is not just an invitation to say, hey, come be like us. Tight-knit groups can miss that sometimes. This is not just about saying, hey, come be like us. Church people really love that our congregations feel welcoming. We really love that. We love that our congregations feel welcoming to people like us. We love that we feel welcome in our congregations. And for the most part, most of us do, or we would go find somewhere else to be and another way to spend our time on Sunday mornings. And a lot of times, even congregations that very much want to be open to others, well, we don't realize whom we are not seeing, whom we are not recognizing in this space. Some congregations actually seem specifically not to want new people to come into them. At least we don't want them enough to put up with being changed by their presence. And so even if they find their way here, they're not going to find their way here twice. That is to say, a lot of congregations forget that belonging can be literally a matter of life and death for us in this world. Now, I can't tell you what kind of congregation we are. I can tell you what kind of congregation we feel like to me because I already belong here, but I'm not the one who is qualified to tell you what kind of congregation Covenant Presbyterian Church is. The only ones who can tell us whom we include and exclude are our neighbors. Our neighbors who may not know whether or not they belong here yet, but they will find out as soon as they take that chance. 
Radical welcome is not just about come be like us, come do the things that we do. Radical welcome doesn't carry any agenda. It is about embodying Jesus' welcome just as we are celebrating everything that makes you, you. Our scripture reading kind of redefines what we think about as welcome tells us that Christian welcome is about honoring somebody else's space and identity. I told you I would explain that second part of the scripture reading that we didn't read. That second part of the scripture reading that we didn't read, um, if you saw it as it flashed by on the screen, you probably recognized it. It's the story of Jesus gathering 5,000 people together, and you can almost finish it from there, right? Gathered 5,000 people together, they sat down in the grass, they had a picnic with five loaves and two fish. And it was amazing and wonderful, and that's welcome, right? Jesus didn't go around taking tickets. Jesus didn't say, well, you can have some loaves and fish, and you don't get any Jesus shared with everybody. That, well, that is welcome. Welcome means that there's a place for everyone at the table. There is abundance for everyone. Welcome illustrates the call from way back in Deuteronomy chapter 14 to provide for the stranger. But that story didn't begin there. The story began with the part that we read together, the the story of Jesus sending 12 apostles out to go and spread this good news. Jesus sent these 12 apostles out to the surrounding towns and villages around them, but he gave them really specific instructions. Did you catch the instructions? Take nothing for your journey. Don't take your purse, don't take shoes, don't take an extra belt, don't take an extra tunic, don't go ready for a journey. Go in a way that's going to depend on the generosity, the grace, the hospitality of others. Don't go depending on your own power and provision and capability and status. Go depending on your neighbor. That is, don't go insisting that the space you're about to enter should be yours, which is what you can do if you walk in with your purse full of money, right? You can say, well, this is how this is going to go. But if you walk in without that, you have to ask your neighbor how this is going to go. You have to go inhabit somebody else's home, inhabit their reality, their social position, their psychological world, and only go into that space if you are welcomed. Only go into that space, Jesus says, if you are welcomed. A lot of us with power and status need to remember to wait for that invitation to go plunge ourselves into somebody else's world. And those of us in situations where we are without power need to remember that we have the freedom that Jesus gave us to walk away where we are unwelcome. The gospel calls us to set aside our power and our status to enter someone else's life on their terms, and it gives us the freedom to depend on their welcome to us. Shania Leonard teaches the Presbyterian Church about radical welcome. Shania's lessons begin with that call to get out of our own space and into someone else's reality, especially into the reality of others who are on the margins of the world's power. In our own space, 
Shania invites us to uh, focus on making this space available and accessible for those who are on the other side of the world's power. So how are we accessible physically for those who have mobility needs? How are we accessible in sensory ways? How are we sensible or accessible around language or history or the trauma that some may carry? How are we accessible to those who are coming in to be served by us? How do we invite others into leadership? How do we invite others to change us with the time that they spend with us? Reverend Leonard tells their own story. They say, I can remember the first time I truly felt at home. I was in a setting with folks whose diversity vastly ranged in race, orientation, age, income level, and background. No two people were alike in every way, and yet we all felt the same. It was as if a mini United Nations was in this unique gathering space. And I must admit, it was in this particular environment that I felt a sense of self and community that I had never felt before. Within this lack of homogenous aesthetic, I found what I believe many of us are looking for, a sense of belonging, a sense of belonging, a place of being. I felt for the first time in a public space real welcome, for I had found home, and this was the first time in decades of living that I truly experienced what I could later only define as radical welcome. That's good news. That's the good news of radical welcome. I invite you to pray with me. O oh God, who is sovereign and loving to us all, open our hearts and minds as we seek you in our neighbor. Help us to see the value in welcoming the stranger, loving our neighbor, and seeing people the way you do. God, help us to not center our own fear, but open us up to the beauty of radical welcome. And God, even when the task at hand gets difficult, give us the strength to push past the discomfort so that we may know more fully the bountiful blessings of beloved community. Amen. And now, a moment for mission. This week, we will demonstrate God's goodness as we welcome over 50 kids to Vacation Bible School and involve almost as many youth and adult workers throughout the week. I'd like to take this moment for mission time to recognize and commission those volunteers. If you are with us uh, here this morning, I invite you to stand and be recognized as I say your names. Those working this week, you are in no particular order, so just keep your ears open. Uh, those working this week are Morgan Freeberg, Terry Springer, Marilee Myers, Rhonda Barker, Emily Smith, Wes Schieber, Danny New, Elaine Berry, Amanda Hardin, Mark Hilliard, Deb Kellogg, Jen Chance, William Beyer, Tammy Sproul, Deb Hayes, Paul Hayes, Emma Kellogg, Lisa Albers, 
Nathan Williams. Rhonda Barker's on there again, that's exciting. Susie Thompson. <laughs> Jackson Smith. Ben Williams. Sinai Stubblefield. Ella Hardin. Olivia Grief. Caitlin Chance. Christopher Montez Martin. Karsten Barker. Paige Schieber. Jersey Durham. Mason Schieber. Ryan Albers. Kelly Springer. Jennifer Mercer-Klamowski, Carol Brazi, Mary Marshall, Heidi Drake, Joe Chance, Lily Barker, Caitlin McClintock, Russ Marshall, Elizabeth Hilliard, McKenna McClintock, Charles Chance, Ian Williams, Carter Barker, and Laura Schieber. Whew! You who are working this week, you know that VBS is all about fun and celebration, and it is about this life-giving work of radical welcome. So, VBS helpers, we commission you to represent Covenant Presbyterian Church to every kid who gathers here this week, to embody our relationships, to lift them up with Christ's love. We commission you to represent the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let everything you do be a blessing to everyone who gathers here. We commission you to lead our kids in mission, a mission to bless our neighbors through Mary's helping hands and to bless one another with those loving relationships that we share. And we look forward to God's blessing on you this week. May you experience Jesus' love and welcome anew as you share it with others this week. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. May you serve in peace and joy. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our mission at wdmcovenant.org.